to the Sabbath School Bible Study Podcast. Today's Friday, January 1st, 2021. I invite you to pause the audio so that you can pray asking for God's guidance as you study His Word. And I'll be right back. Further thought. In the context of Isaiah chapter 1 verse 4, which reads, Alas, sinful nation, people weighed down with iniquity, offspring of evildoers, sons who act corruptly. They have abandoned the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel. They have turned away from Him. Ellen White wrote, The professed people of God had separated from God and had lost their wisdom and perverted their understanding. They could not see afar off, for they had forgotten that they had been purged from their old sins. They moved restlessly and uncertainly under darkness, seeking to obliterate from their minds the memory of the freedom assurance, and happiness of their former estate. They plunged into all kinds of presumptuous, foolhardy madness, placed themselves in opposition to the providences of God, and deepened the guilt that was already upon them. They listened to the charges of Satan against the divine character and represented God as devoid of mercy and forgiveness. The SDA Bible Commentary, Volume 4, page 1137. Discussion Questions How can you wash yourselves? What does the phrase mean? See Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 and 13 that read, So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Question. How did Jesus adapt, expand, and apply the love song of the vineyard? Matthew chapter 21, verses 33 through 45. Mark chapter 12, verses 1 through 12. Luke chapter 20, verses 9 through 19. What lessons are in the above story for us as Seventh-day Adventists? Matthew chapter 21, verses 33 through 45. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and rented it out to vine growers and went on a journey. When the harvest time approached, he sent his slaves to the vine growers to receive his produce. The vine growers 
took his slaves and beat one and killed another and stoned a third. Again, he sent another group of slaves larger than the first, and they did the same thing to them. But afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vine growers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. They took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those vine growers? They said to him, He will bring those wretches to a wretched end, and will rent out the vineyard to other vine growers, who will pay him the proceeds and the proper seasons. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? This became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people, producing the fruit of it. And he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever he falls, it will scatter him like dust. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they understood that he was speaking about them. Mark chapter 12, verses 1 through 12. And he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a vat under the wine press and built a tower and rented out to vine growers and went on a journey. At the harvest time, he sent a slave to the vine growers in order to receive some of the produce of the vineyard from the vine growers. They took him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Again he sent them another slave, and they wounded him in the head and treated him shamefully. And he sent another, and that one they killed, and so with many others, beating some and killing others. He had one more to send, a beloved son. He sent him last of all to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those vine growers said to one another, This is the heir, come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. They took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. What will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the vine growers and will give the vineyard to others. Have you not even read the scripture, the stone which the builders rejected? This became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they were seeking to seize him. And yet they feared the people, for they understood that he spoke the parable against them. 
And so they left him and went away. Luke chapter 20, verses 9 through 19. And he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and rented it out to vine growers and went on a journey for a long time. At the harvest time, he sent a slave to the vine growers so that they would give him some of the produce of the vineyard. But the vine growers beat him and sent him away empty-handed, for he proceeded to send another slave. And they beat him also and treated him shamefully and sent him away empty-handed. And he proceeded to send him a third. And this one also they wounded and cast out. The owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the vine growers saw him, they reasoned with one another, saying, This is the heir. Let us kill him, so that the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy these vine growers and will give the vineyard to others. When they heard it, they said, May it never be. But Jesus looked at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces. But on whomever it falls, it will scatter him like dust. The scribes and the chief priests tried to lay hands on him that very hour, and they feared the people, for they understood that he spoke his parable against them. Question. What is the relationship between the forgiveness God offers and the transformation he accomplishes in our lives? Which comes first, transformation and then forgiveness, or forgiveness and then transformation? And why is it important to know which comes first? Question. In the quotation above, Ellen G. White says, people placed themselves in opposition to the providences of God. What does that mean? Summary. When God's people forget him, and take his blessings for granted, he reminds them they are accountable to their covenant with him. Mercifully, he points out their condition, warns them about the destructive consequences of abandoning his protection, and urges them to allow him to heal and cleanse them. That's all for today. Please subscribe to our podcast and check out our Instagram at sabbathschool.en.